hey, you, what are you doing here? How'd you end up here? No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to Song Prescription. I'm Kaylee, one third of the people you'll regularly hear in this podcast. Sometimes we make callbacks to previous episodes. That by no means means you have to go back and start at episode one. You can pick up wherever your little heart desires, but if you feel a little lost or you feel like there are too many inside jokes, just know everything draws back to things we've discussed before. If you get a little bit tired of our banter, check the episode description. There's a timestamp of when we start prescribing songs. If you don't know what I'm talking about on song prescription, listeners send in their needs, their ailments, their moods, and we give them prescriptions in the form of music. Each episode has a corresponding playlist. You can find everything at our website, songrxpod.com. Interact with us. We want to hear what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're needing. We are at songrxpod on all the socials. Again, this is Song Prescription. We hope you enjoy. We hope you stay a little while, maybe a long while. We hope you become our best friend. So we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Charles Barkley, lay your ass down. Dude, he, he would not stop barking at us. That's what, that's what uh, <laughs> Roxy was saying. It was kind of hard to like even start the troubleshooting process because Charlie kept just yelling at us. There you uh, go. Good boy. Wow. Right, good. Sweet. Asking you shall receive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe after. Well, now that you're home, so, yeah, he's, he's like, chilled out. He's, he's realized that we're not a threat anymore. That doesn't even like make sense though, because he's never like Doug and Ashley just brought him over on Sunday to make sure that him and Danny were going to be fine, and then we like picked him up at his house on Monday. So I have no idea why he's attached himself to be like, yeah, "You're you fine. You're my Ashley? people now." Is yeah. that from the cartoon, Doug and Ashley Pancake? <laughs> it was a pa- Patty Pancake. Patty. Patty Manny. Patty Manny. Patty Manny. Patty Manny. <laughs> 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 Ashley Pink. Patty Pink. Patty Manny's. <laughs> we just derived Ashley all the way to Patty Manny's <laughs> very quickly. Sorry. Speaking of music, Doug's, Doug's in a band, right? The Beats. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Beats. Beats are a vegetable that really grew on me. I didn't like it at all, and now I love them. I love them too, and I I've didn't always used liked. to like them. Um, but most people who don't like them are like, they just taste like ground. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And when they're really cold, they're delicious. That's what I people tell me that they don't like it. They say I'm tastes eating like dirt. dirt. Which I wonder if you know how some people who eat cilantro say it tastes like soap. Just about to say that. You think it's a genetic thing? I think those people should stop eating soap because I don't, what does soap <laughs> taste like? I don't think cilantro tastes like soap. I just don't prefer it. Like, it's yeah. fine when it's, like, in things for me, but if it's, like, going to be garnished or has to go on top, I'm just like, yeah, you can fucking skip that. We had a lot as a kid. My mom would put it on everything, and I, it's a lot for a kid, for a kid's taste buds. Yeah. Uh, it didn't taste like soap, but, yeah, I didn't enjoy it that much. We made pasta over the weekend, and then I made, like, the rest of the noodles today, but we have Italian parsley right now, and I, like, chopped it up. And even that, like, you get too bite of a too big of a bite of that. It's a leaf, and you're like, yeah, the modern modern parenting on, on how to teach a kid to stop cussing is you make them chew on cilantro instead of actually <laughs> wash their mouth out with soap. I just made that up. That's not actually true. <laughs> I got spanked. I turned out okay. Yeah. Spanked. Spanked, slapped. Wow. All the things you don't do now. You turned out on okay or you got turned on okay? <laughs> you uh, all of the above. <laughs> And now look at us trying to make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to the last episode, there was a lot of reference to a non-existent episode, and we realized that we never actually introduced what this podcast does. <laughs> so, <laughs> oopsies. Hi, I'm Kaylee. Roxy. I'm Jim. 
And we are Song Prescription. So any uh, mood, ailment, need, necessity, uh, what other words can we put in that of what you would want a song for? Workout, dance party, life. Impotence. Any of those things in life, you know. Uh, you come to us and we're going to give you the songs that we would suggest you listen to or that we would listen to. I guess that's really, we, we bring to the table the songs we would listen to. Yeah. When in reality, it's like, you should listen to uh, this. Well, you know, a doctor prescribes what they would take, right? Oh, that's true. So, that is true. Um, yeah, we're not going to prescribe you anything that we wouldn't do ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's song prescription. And welcome to now, hopefully, what we have more of a framework and outline and purpose, too. Yes. But thank you, everybody who listened to episode one. Oh. And please still rate and review and listen and make this thing go to the fucking moon. Yeah. Yeah. If you listened, uh, if you were the first couple plays, you were most likely friends of ours. And um, we love but, you. And even if you don't even know who we are now, you're our friends. Yeah, so. we love you too. But tell your friends and tell your house cleaner and your dentist and your Uber driver. And, and we'll also love them. <laughs> true. It's very true. Yeah, I think we exceeded kind of our expectations so Absolutely. far. And it's, it's been fun for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On that note. What you going through right Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, but when you said house cleaner, that that puppet doll thing, the house butler no, that I found on Facebook. That was Mark. a terrifying thing to send before <laughs> I went to bed last night. Speaking of house cleaners, I, I sold my house and I'm done cleaning for the near future at least. But now I'm just getting pestered by Rocket Mortgage, who somehow got my information is trying to sell me some sort of mortgage package that has special incentives and she's texting me every day calling me every day i'm, I'm really no, getting annoyed you. yeah i'm getting the same thing from kelly blue book because we just bought a car so but i also like had the value of my car in that and didn't trade it and now everybody's like give me your car uh, I'm like no please yeah. stop please seems, stop leaving me voicemails it seems like the car's extended warranty calls have fallen off and now the, the mortgage calls have re replaced them it's like there's always going to be somebody calling your phone that you're just like, would you please stop calling me? But when you actually need something done, nobody calls you. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like you need this fixed or handled, and then it's just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate that this is the case, but most of those people calling you are from the motherland, my mother's motherland, the Philippines, which reminds oh, me hey, to tell. Oh, mom is an immigrant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which reminds me. In case me. you didn't know. <laughs> Tell both of you it's AAPI Heritage Month. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so the next time they call you, <laughs> make sure you tell them. What what are the what's the acronym? Oh, it's AAPI, which is Asian American Pacific Islander. So I'm just gonna next time I'm gonna answer the call and be like, hey, thank you. It is AAPI <laughs> month. month. Got the whole month. Happy month. Yeah. Happy month. Uh huh. You call me in July and psh, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's what it's not June, it's May. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Do you guys want me to post pictures of this butler to our blog? Oh yeah. yeah. 
The scary butler. Yeah. So I found this on, I didn't, I wasn't searching. It just came up on Facebook marketplace and Jim is moving out. Um, so I was like, you can get rid of a lot of stuff. Not, not, yeah, and I'm not cleaning anymore. I'm hiring maids and a butler, but he's not move. He's not moving out from your house. You are not married. (laughs) (laughs) Jim and I have never lived together. (laughs) I don't know how we we do as, as partners. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't think about it. Um, but anyways, this, this like life-size butler came, um, up and I sent pictures to you guys late last night and it was the last image before you went to bed. And I'm afraid of clowns, mascots, things that look like that butler. Did you look at the fingernails? Cause that really, no, I did not life. even make the picture big. It was like, <laughs> it's little thumbnail in our group chat and I'm like, Oops. <laughs> well, that. He's expensive. Yes. What did you say, Jim? <laughs> well, I just love how people post like uh, things on Facebook Marketplace, and then there's just a ridiculous price, and they're like, "No low ballers." <laughs> like, I know what I have, and I know what it's worth, and it's like, <laughs> this is a life-size butler doll that yeah. you're asking six hundred dollars for. Are you kidding me? Is it a doll or a statue? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a plush thing, yeah. like a stuffed animal, but yeah. it's a hu- human. It's 61 sh- inches tall. I'm going to post this. 61? On... I'm 62 inches tall. Oh, you can date it. <laughs> <laughs> I only date people taller than me. Um, I- I'll post this on our episode guide if you go to our website. I was going to say yeah. maybe it was like a ventriloquist dummy, but not if it's 61 inches. Nah, no oh. short kings up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, I'll, I'll post it. So if you guys want to purchase this, uh, it's available in Woodbine, Maryland, $600. Should we put a GoFundMe to go buy it? <laughs> Maybe I will. I, I have been lobbying my wife for like where my man cave is actually going to go. And I, we, there has not been any resolution to that. Um, it's not like a <laughs> it's closet an or a corner of the garage. So she tried. Her negotiation tactic was let me like force him into a, a really small space first and then and then I'll slowly gradually let him have more space until I wear him down long enough. But this is like there's a closet in on the on the top floor that's spacious, according to my <laughs> wife. And she's like, I wonder if your desk will fit in there. It's and I'm like, What? A... I'm not Harry Potter <laughs> living with the Dursleys. So that was that was your gift for Jim. <gasps> Don't you also have a gift for I me? Do. All right, we're not sponsored by this product, but um, I did put in a good word for it. And I got a multi pack. I got the family pack. So I don't know how many of these you want or need, but um, here is a box of hiccaways. I think I only need one. Okay. (laughs) Well, it says stop hiccups fast. So you you just pop this thing in water, a glass of water, and you suck it when you get the hiccups, and they go away. Oh, within seconds. Oh. (laughs) Which which color do you want? We have pink, blue, Purple and green. I think blue. Blue, okay. We'll keep it. Ain't no ravens in this house. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. Uh, should we get into the corrections of last week? Oh, Kaylee's yeah. actually from PA. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> last week, um, follow-up facts. facts. Oh. Oh, should I write a little jingle for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, let's do it. You guys can do the What's it going to sound time. like? It's going to sound like that. Yeah. Follow-up facts. I don't make it like a smooth... <laughs> Bossa Nova yeah, jazz yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> okay. Um, last week, I said that Jim and Kaylee were Maryland natives. That's not true. Kaylee's from Pennsylvania. 
I didn't even catch you. Yeah, and what part again? Uh, I was born in Gettysburg, but my oh. family's from Western PA. Johnstown, actually. There's nothing there but a flood oh, and some yeah. hospitals. I've been to the Flood Museum. Yeah. Our family vacation, like 1998. I haven't been there in in a long, long, long time. <laughs> Should we go down to the historic water levels today? <laughs> That's or to the beach? Pretty much what our vacations <laughs> were. There's no beach in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. There's also no beach in all's vacations. <laughs> a lot of battlefields. Yeah, Gettysburg's floods. famous battlefield. They do the reenactments. So yeah, not a Maryland native. I'm from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. But you have a tattoo. You have the state of Maryland tattoo. I sure you. do. Also, Kaylee has like pictures of her in Steelers garb like all over this house. Like is I, there a framed terrible towel somewhere? Um there it's not framed, no. Okay. Well, I guess there's Steelers Nation, right? So like you can be you can live anywhere and just be a, a Pittsburgh. 100%. Yeah. Um but like we uh, we went to the Steelers Ravens game, which was like second to last week of this season here in Baltimore, um, at the end of this past season. And when the Steelers won here, we immediately bought tickets and went straight up to Pittsburgh the next weekend. So it's like, nice. it's nice being drivable away. Yeah. Um, I, I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a cool town and our football rivalry is fun because the cities, are, they're so like, they're just blue collar water industry towns. I went to a game in Heinz Field. Yeah. And it was still Heinz. Not um, that stupid Acrisure. I still call it Heinz. Yeah. Uh, Big Ben versus Joe Flacco, and he mm. threw like a game-winning touchdown pass. The whole stadium was pissed. Mm. Um, Flacco threw Flacco. a game-winning pass. Yeah, to Tory Smith. And I and I actually talked. I met Tory Smith at like a volunteer event later, and I talked to him about it, and he was like, "That was my rookie year." Oh. Was like, that was like my one of my favorite football moments of all oh. time. And like 20 minutes later, I'm riding down like the escalator at Heinz Field and I just, I see like liquid just like falling like from the other <laughs> escalator above me. I was, was they were trying to pour a beer on me. Oh. No, beer. <laughs> yeah. Heinz Field, I just imagine like ketchup <laughs> being spilled everywhere. Well, they used to have, Mustard. when it was still Heinz, it's not anymore, they had these massive like digital um, Heinz bottles that when they'd score a touchdown, it would pour oh. and like the screen would go all ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some Midwestern insurance company bought that family out of their sponsorship deal. Spent a lot more money than the Heinz family did. But is Heinz? Be, oh, sorry. It'll be Heinz Field forever to any yeah. Steelers fan. Is Heinz uh, headquartered in Pittsburgh? Oh yes. Okay. Is that where Teresa Heinz lives? I don't know, but Heinz condiments. Superior. Creme de la creme. Yeah, yes. superior. Okay. Oh no, I always get. I'm not. I'm not fucking around with hunts. I don't even go, stoop to that level. Hunts, no. No. Heinz, <laughs> forever. Um, you, oh, have, you have more follow up facts other than uh, I do have a whole list. So let's. Get, I'm not a. <laughs> and I'm not a Maryland native. <laughs> um, uh, last episode we mentioned violent. Flems, and we had some reference to phlegm things. That's that's just me and my allergies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just leave it at that. <laughs> no, it's really in that elusive episode that may never get released. It's vaulted. Yeah. Well, I'll imb- I'll reveal my embarrassing fact is that I thought the violent femmes for the longest time was I thought their band name was the Violent Flems, but now that I'm just describing Kaylee. <laughs> yeah, true. You're also leaving out the part where you didn't know how to spell phlegm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not ashamed. I'm, go ahead, explain. F L E M or something. Really yeah, bad. yeah. Who asked me? They're like spell phlegm, and I was like F L E M. Well, there's a silent P and a silent G. Yeah. You don't you don't get two silent letters in a, in a word very often. Yeah. But it, 
phlegm is one of them. And you got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then so that night, dumb, dude. that night Kaylee harassed me with TikToks about people who can't spell phlegm. That no, I didn't even harass you. That just shows that everything <laughs> listens. And I like opened TikTok that night to go to sleep because naturally I watch TikTok to go to sleep. And uh, like one of the first ones I got was about this person not knowing how to spell phlegm. And I'm like, on the nose, on it's listening. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. All right. Uh. The next one. Uh. About Dave Grohl and Alexandria. Okay. So Dave Grohl grew up in Fairfax County. He did go to Bishop Ireton for a year for disciplinary reasons, um, which is in Alexandria, but then he dropped out. Um, but he moved uh, to Alexandria. He bought a house in Alexandria when he was 30 after Nirvana ended. He had some money, so he, he bought that that house there. Do you want to know a fun Dave Grohl and Nirvana fact? Yes. He does not touch like the money from one of, like he only lives off of Nirvana money and doesn't touch Foo Fighters money. Oh, wow. Or vice versa. He lives off Foo Fighters money and doesn't touch oh. Nirvana money. But it's like one of the two. He literally is like, nope. Wow. He and must... he still just drives like a crossover minivan to like take his kids to school. He fucking rules. Why did the look on your face be so shocked? Minivan? I'm just kidding. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ain't no shame in that minivan game. <laughs> no. But like he doesn't live this like crazy lavish life being yeah. literally during the pan pandemic you know, i got really into uh hashtag van life the youtube accounts and i was like damn i want to buy a van and go live in it and drive all over the place but nothing would have been open and like the the first pandemic christmas my wife got me this book um about like van life uh -huh. and then it just never happened and it i've i've done your, more research your and life's not over it's less glamorous than it seems way less glamorous just make it like can't. Just make it a camper life, so you can like do it temporarily. Uh, my mom never ever understood why we liked camping at all growing up. Were you a tent camper or like? Yeah, an we RV were. Camper? We were. But my mom grew up. Uh, she grew up in a Nepal hut, which is a hut made out of bamboo. The roof was just fronds, dirt floor, no electricity, no plumbing. So when we would go camping, she's like, "I married your dad, so I did not have to live like that." <laughs> Lib. Oh, that's great. <laughs> she, so she's looking at you being like, why yeah, would you ever yeah. choose to do this? You ungrateful child. <laughs> why would you go camping? We were talking about people like that have pulled themselves up from their bootstraps. Your mom was one of those. Yeah, yeah she married a white man. Uh huh. Your mom doesn't understand a lot of things, and I think that's what also makes her <laughs> really charming, too. You mean like when I was telling... Okay, so Kaylee, Jim, and I played... Mary, fuck, kill. No, no, no. Fuck, Mary, kill. <laughs> You're still getting it out of order. <laughs> okay, whatever. Did you actually? You looked at me just then. Were you trying really hard to get it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to say what I usually say, which is I usually say kill, fuck, Mary, and I tried to not say that. And you very like confidently told us you say it that way because you just choose to. You like it best yes. that way. But yeah. it is fuck, Mary, kill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Best to last. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, we played that game with Elton John, Cher, and Bette Midler, and so then after afterwards, I uh, was telling my mom to play that game, and she also just could not conceive this this game. I uh, she we were asking, and we we're like, well, who would you marry? And she's like, oh, I'd marry Elton. And then we we're like, okay, now who would you sleep with? And she's like, uh, Elton. And uh, we were like, no, 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 no. It has to be Cher, Bette Midler. And then, um, and I was like, okay, 
well, you haven't decided that, so who would you kill? And she's like, uh, both women. <laughs> but my favorite part of that video is... Double uh, homicide instead. Is, um, she thought it was okay for Jim to marry Ellen John. That was Jim's choice. Oh, my this mom is why like, you were confused that she thought you were gay. Yeah, and my mom was like, yeah, okay, well, if he's gay, he can marry Ellen John. <laughs> And my wife corrected her. <laughs> I have a video of this. I'll, I'll post it. My wife corrects her, and she was like, no, Jim's not gay. And the face that she made. <laughs> that guy? And Jim was like, did she really think I was gay? And I was like, well, she just doesn't understand, like, why would you marry Elton John if you yeah. weren't? So We all. We all were choosing. I'm yeah. a little gold digger is what I am. <laughs> um, no, but I, she's not that far off. People, t- Some people think I'm gay. That's fine. I'm a certain percentage gay. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah, didn't we, we didn't we discuss this last time yeah. about me? Yeah. <laughs> 14 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't even know where I am on my facts. Okay, I'll put this one in here. The diaphragm is the major muscle of respiration because uh, my wife listened to the uh, last week's So it's is a muscle or is it a muscle group? It's a muscle. I would have gotten that so wrong. Yeah. I told you I would have thought it was like a tendon. She Even tonight she was like... Shaking her head like she's so dumb. <laughs> We're not dumb. We're just not in the medical field yeah. like she is. I mean, I am a little dumb. <laughs> we all are dumb. Everybody's dumb. Um, last <laughs> week I said um, everybody's stupid. Yeah, even you, listener, you're fucking a dumbass. Okay, and you're just, a dummy. Don't you dumb. forget that. Okay, dummy dumb for listening yeah. to this dumb stuff. Um, uh, last week I said. Uh, Prince plays at least 27 instruments. So I looked that up. I Googled how many instruments does Prince play. And he does, in fact, play at least 27 instruments. That's the answer uh, that Google will provide. So th- that's not even a fact check. That's you just flexing ever- okay. on the, over the fact that you got it right. Because there's a, well, uh, there's a reason why I'm bragging right now. It's because the next thing I bombed so bad. I literally just tried to hit that applause button on the board, forgetting <laughs> that we turned that <laughs> off. <laughs> I might have turned it off. Oh, yeah. I told you to turn it off. (laughs) Okay, the reason why I'm bragging is because last week I said BB Rexa is Armenian and she's Albanian. Oh, burn. Uh, Yeah. But that's not like, are they enemies? Albania? I hope not. I mean, they're they're, a thousand miles. There's Algeria, there's Albania, Armenia. Al Armenia? I don't Allergy think season is now. Uh, rivals. I mean, Turkey's in between the two of them, and they got some space. So Turkey was also in between two slices of bread, and it, that's a sandwich. <laughs> Throw some Heinz mustard on there. You're set. I have my own follow-up fact. Okay, go for it. Uh, when we were talking about the all things go lineup, and I was talking about um, my former coworker, I yes, of yes, course yes. like let her know that the podcast came out, and I'm like hey, where do you listen to podcasts? And I wanted to send her the link. I'm like, you may or may not get a shout out. And she was like, OMG, a shout out? I listen on Spotify. I hope the shout out is how big my boobs are. Tweet them. Tweet them and we'll tell you. Oh, and Roxy and I were just in the car today and we were listening to that song, Victoria's Secret by Jax, which I think is the only song to ever have the lyrics big boobs in them. And she says the words big boobs and she rhymes it with dude. There and is she rhymes no it with way. It's the only song. There's other songs that say the words big boobs. Absolutely. I think if I, I don't want to know what's going to come up on Google if I Google big boob lyrics, but there's absolutely <laughs> going to be other, other songs. Maybe a top four, maybe the only top 40 hit. Maybe. Well, oh, yeah. we'll and fact check it. <clears throat> Do you still have more, Roxy? Uh, yeah, just a couple more. Um, 
It was Brock. We get a lot wrong because we're dummies. <laughs> well, some of these things we just questioned, and so I, I just looked it up. Um, Barack Obama gave Gloria Estefan her presidential Medi- medal of freedom in 2015. Er, not Clinton. Yeah. Um, Damn, I didn't. So, and didn't we get a comment about like how terribly I underestimated <laughs> Gloria Estefan? Okay, well, here's and, the, I, think well, I thought just, she like rose to prominence in the 90s. That was really the height of her career. But what what was she doing in, in during the uh, Obama administration that made her get this highly esteemed award. Well, she put that jukebox musical out on Broadway. It's about her life. I mean, I think she does a lot for the community. I remember when... uh, He also gave Ellen a a Presidential Medal of Freedom, and she's like one of the worst people ever. We also got another comment that said, can Jim not sound like he wants to bang the mic? (laughs) Bang the mic? (laughs) Who said that? Who said that? I don't know. DJ Coog? (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's Coog. I don't know how it got buried in our vacation. What does that mean? I can just keep... I don't know how it I got buried. I just love that me. Kaylee doesn't know who that is, but we do, and I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. I would say that. He's my ex-roommate. Uh, I love that all these people that you guys know are on our socials, at SongRxPod, everywhere. Um, he's also a good friend. Yeah, I, I assumed yeah. he was, yeah. but like they're in this like soft launch of the Instagram. Like we weren't gonna get a ton of comments or likes unless there were people that we we knew. And uh and I don't know how that got buried. And last night after I saw your scary butler and was going to bed, I'm like, there's a comment on this one? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh <laughs> and then Did you love it? That's aggressive. Yeah, I love yes, it. Yes, okay, of course good. I like okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna comment. Yeah, all my friends are gonna dog on me. Your friends are like, you sound so good. And my friend's gonna be like, you suck, dude. That's not true. They're so supportive. All right, I got three more. Um, Bill Clinton's 1992 campaign song was not Get On Your Feet. It was Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac. Um, Last week, uh, Jim asked if Lord was a contralto, and I said, probably not, but uh, she is, apparently. Hey! Nice. And there are approximately 2,772 Cheerios in a box. Is that the last fact? Because I have have one more fact. Yeah, that was my last one. Yeah, and, and, and this is one that I... I should have caught, but um, when we were talking about surfboard uh, last week, I was like, these these are all middle-aged people there in their late 30s or 40s. Okay, late 30s and 40s, that's not middle-aged. That's one, one of the corrections. Now we're just young. Yeah. But the singer, <laughs> uh, Danny Miller, is like in her 20s. <laughs> she's, she's like way younger than us and i totally do explains on. the yeah. beyonce like lean in yeah yeah but but all of the supporting band members are i think in their late 40s 50s which would which would be closer to the middle age that i would describe but listener if you're in your late 40s or 50s you still look beautiful to us yeah Danny wanted to qualify that too. She was like, Burr. Not Danny Miller, uh, front woman of Circle, no, but dog, dog, dog Danny. Dog Danny. Dog Danny. <laughs> telling Danny Miller she is middle aged and she sounds like a dog. <laughs> have my personal Instagram account and oh, yeah. I was with Jim when I was trying to figure out a name for it but uh, Jim was trying to help me come up with a name and he suggested soaking wet farts <laughs> and I was like I was like no uh, I'm not using that and so Jim was like oh I'm gonna search for it I'm gonna see if it's available and uh, surprise no one had taken it so you didn't even have to like modify the way it was spelled 
No. Nope. Nope. Just at Soaking Wet Farts. Yeah. So follow me. It's uh, I think it's gonna be a meme account. I don't know. I don't have any vision for it. And I was like, this is hilarious. I'm taking this. And then my mom. <laughs> <laughs> minutes later. Minutes later, my mom texts me, asks me like, is everything okay? Because I, I think she might have like gotten uh, notifications like your your friend is now on Instagram as at Soaking Wet Farts. <laughs> so she was just making sure I hadn't gone insane. I guess. That's what moms are for. Well, I am already insane, Mom, so. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> All right, so this week's prompt. Yeah. Since I am just going to keep saying that I'm on TikTok a ton, it, it, was, it was born off of TikTok because Louis Capaldi's newest music video is devastating, and I didn't believe it, but I kept getting TikToks of people crying, mm-hmm. and then I was like, it can't be that bad. And then I started getting the TikTok videos that were people being like, it can't be that bad. It's it's that fucking bad. It'll make you cry. It has nothing to do with the song. It's all about an old guy and his dog and then somebody adopting the dog and then the dog dying and it's miserable. And That's like me. Oh, my God. It's like me adopting these senior dogs. Yeah. Oh, my God. They were so cute today. <laughs> they were really cute. They have no teeth, so they just like <laughs> put their mouth, they try to lick your hand, but it's just like your gums. <laughs> it feels like you're petting a dog's throat. <laughs> Like the inside of the throat. <laughs> the cuter part of that is that their tongues always hang. Yeah, out they're also like the mouth. size of of like small rabbits. Yes. or like big guinea pigs. So they're they're really cute. Yeah, we it, they were uh, previously owned by an elderly woman, and she went to hospice. So her family took the dogs to rescue, and then we took them in. Um, and they're they're cute little things. They're they're needy little babies, but I I treat them like babies. So God bless you, Ro- Roxy. You're you're an angel. Senior dogs need love, too. So, POV, I'm sobbing on my couch, and I already had a cold, so I couldn't breathe. And uh, that's the text you guys got. It was like, bad news bears. I just watched the saddest music video of all time. Uh, Don't want to prompt us with the visual elements of videos, but here we go. Uh, There are sad songs that make you feel sad and bum you out, or make you feel catharsis when you listen, but then there are sad songs that you just revel in, and you feel like you have to listen to them on repeat. Those ones. Alternative to the song prescription version of this, the actual prescription to would it be a, a Zyrtec Xanax to help you stop crying? <laughs> like, would that be the actual <laughs> prescription? Like, uh, I, this will clear you out and I also <laughs> make you stop crying. Again, well, and that was the problem. Was like I already couldn't breathe through my nose, and then I started crying, and then I literally was just like. <laughs> <laughs> There's pictures we can post them, but they are not. They're not post cute. Post them. Yeah, post, post them. them. They're not cute. It's literally like me, thumbs up, like teary eyed with a Snapchat filter, and you can still tell I look like shit. I think we gotta post them. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, the guilty pleasure sad songs, not like the sad, sad, sad sads, not the real sads. The like a sad song that you still are just like, I have to belt this out. I gotta like dance to it. Or I gotta revel in it. So that's your guilty pleasure i only listen to sad music this is a prompt for me that i could do every other week (laughs) yeah and i found this prompt very difficult because i was like i like i like the sad music that i listen to when i'm sad and i am not really embarrassed about it but but then i had to dig deeper a little bit yeah um yeah I, i had to dig deeper about like what i would actually feel guilty about but also gets me in my feelings the process for me and i gave the prompt was that I uh, like I had to start 
separating the ones that I would put on like the actual sad prompts that we're going to have in the future and be like, no, save that for another time. So now I've got like, I'm going to need a spreadsheet. I, I've got different columns, but I was, I had to cut myself off at two because I was working off of a 13 hour long playlist. That is not even like the bulk. That is one playlist I was referencing being like, oh, oh, it lives here. I'm going to find it. <laughs> and then I found a lot. I had to start categorizing them. Why? Uh, sorry, I've got to take us back to something. Why do you think Louis Capaldi writes so many sad songs? Because he's like a goofy dude, right? Oh, and he's hilarious he on TikTok. He's, he's it's an affront. It's what do they call him? Scottish Beyonce. It's a mask. No, what they call him? Yeah. Do you think uh, he's just like sad on the inside? Isn't that usually the case? Like the yeah, effect comedians. on the funniest people you know, like uh, Jim Carrey. I don't want to put Louis Capaldi. I mean, he's pretty open about his like right, mental health, right. but I don't want to put him in that camp necessarily. But I don't know. Sad songs sell. I um, started watching his Netflix documentary. And, you know, he seems like a guy but that would drive a minivan around with his kids. Like, he just yeah. seems like a reg regular dude. Super talented. Oh, absolutely. Great voice. Great voice, great songs. And then, like, his whole, like, he battles Tourette's and stuff. Yeah. Where is he from? Is he Scotland. UK? Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, he's Scottish Beyonce. He prefers the surfboard position. Oh, nice. Can we have, we, actually, some listeners may not know what surfboard actually is. Can, should we have a description of what surfboard is? We can definitely pull it up. We can post it on our website. I didn't know that it was a sexual position until you said, I thought surfboard, She, I thought Beyonce was just referring to Jay-Z's dick. And my friend and I were talking about it because she was like, oh, I didn't even realize it was sexual at all. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I thought it was Jay-Z's dick. And she was like, oh, and you put your feet on it. <laughs> I didn't. So hold on. I didn't even know that you. It involves feet too. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's what you do on a surfboard. <laughs> I think it always involves a bathtub. Okay, that's all that I really know. You keep saying it with a T at the yeah, end. Yeah, because she says Bort. surfboard, grinding on that wood, grinding, grinding on. But the position is surfboard, isn't it? Yeah, but she says yeah, it is surfboard. Okay. But she says surfboard. I'm sitting here googling. I'm like, I image? think it's surfboard. So it has to be in the bathtub. Hence the. I, that's all I really know. Okay. And actually, this might be a fact check thing. Like I don't know. Okay. Well, the like diagram that I when I Google image, it was uh, people in a bathtub. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Of, uh, of I've never done a surfboard. Yeah. Well, you can't <laughs> search surfboard position because it's you're just going to get surfing. Sorry, surfboard. I think because Beyonce pronounced it that way, it became. The more known or more popular. There you go. There we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> POV, you're reacting to uh, like diagrams di of surfboard. I, li I like the diagram of them in the bathtub, but it has Beyonce and Jay Z's head superimposed <laughs> on it. Um, interesting. Okay. Okay. That'll go up on songrxpodcast.com, I think. Um, so yeah, um, the, the prompt, the guilty pleasures, you struggled with it? Yeah, I did. And I, I would also like to say you probably shouldn't be listening to this, um, week's prescription while you're doing surfboard. Cause I don't think, I don't think you would enjoy <laughs> surfboard as much. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it was, it was difficult to me cause I, 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 I do love sad music and there is a lot of songs that, you know, I listen to for the, the purpose of the cathartic feeling that I get from listening to a sad song. Do you write um, sad songs? I don't know. I think the, the songs that I write are, are more on the, the 
an idiot wrote this song probably or the children's <laughs> music children like fifth grade reading level lyrics i don't know when jim before jim recorded his first album he told me he was like i want it to sound disgusting <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> i had a vision the vision didn't take um yeah ba- basically all the people listening to this podcast probably have listened to um or like a third, I guess. A third of the people listening to this podcast. All of the it. people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on Instagram, at Cavewoman. The W is two Vs. Um, check me out on Spotify. Like subscribe. Yeah. You should hear his, his latest song that he's working on. I was like, this reminds me of early Incubus. It's good. Nice. nice. Also, that ties back to Daisy Jones and the Six, because <laughs> I was like... Is Brandon Boyd the fucking main lead actor in this? Oh, Brandon Boyd's so much hotter than that guy. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. They look the same. I don't. I don't know what Brandon Boyd looks like now. I have seen. He looks like that guy. I have seen pictures of that guy, uh, like in other roles, and he looks so much better. Yeah. He. I did not like. Like it was almost. This is awful because it's just what he looks like. That's not like, uh, but I don't know. It like it, he might it be didn't, listening. <laughs> I know it didn't. Um, it didn't do it for me. I just did not. I was like, I don't get it. And he looked so incredibly older than her, and he wasn't necessarily supposed to be that much older than her. And it, I don't know. It didn't work for I me. I think he just had a really hollow look, and I don't know if that's what he was going. It was. For. It was wafy. Yeah. yeah, which only brought out like yeah the wrinkles. And like he didn't have <laughs> yeah, and he was like. He, he was the one that wasn't the drug addict, but he looked like he was on <laughs> well, drugs. Yeah. Or I guess he was a recovery. You, yeah. A recovery. Yeah. Gotcha. Go watch Daisy Jones in the Six. Yeah. It's good. I did it is good. It. Did I you? It. Yeah, the other day. Did you laugh as hard at the, at the part where he's like trying to write a song on that guitar and he just smashes it in a fit of rage? It's hilarious. That seems I, kind of unnecessary. I know. It's like, you know, he's pissed. I keep saying, go watch this show, and then I shit all over it. It's like, <laughs> it was entertaining, and the music's good. <laughs> That that whole era of music is just amazing, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah, that's awesome. It's and the the costuming's great, and and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the seventies and sixties were so good that the eighties era escapes me, and that's why I don't know who Anita Baker is. We uh, put that out as a teaser, that little Anita Baker bit, and um, so one of my um, best friends growing up, she watched the teaser, and her response was, "I had no idea the whites didn't know Anita Baker." <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> yeah, I tried Swiffering to uh, Anita Baker the other day, and I was like, I don't get it. Mm. I texted you guys, and you were like, yeah, yeah me neither. Uh, you know, I, I think I wouldn't even call that, like, appropriation, because I think that was, like, you giving it a try, like a genuine try. Why do we think my Hulu gave me an ad today for a dating app that was just called BLK for black singles? Oh. Well, I'm drinking a <laughs> Peroni right now. I love Peroni, but whenever we watch Hulu, we get these ads c- about Peyronie's disease, which is like <laughs> like bent dick, dick Yeah, we get those too. What the fuck? We get those too. I, what is that? It's How Peyronie's it disease. I don't know. Okay. Well, I get YouTube ads for manscaping. So. <laughs> All right, Kaylee, we want to hear what songs you prescribed, so we're going to stop talking and let you do your thing. Um. Yeah, so I... I would like to say I had a hard time with this, but I didn't, obviously, because it's my prompt and it's everything that I listened to. But my hard time is then just narrowing it down to what I want it to be. And then um, on, like, second thought of all of it, I I kind of leaned into the, uh, like, what what do I like to sing along to? What really, like, empowers me? But if I'm feeling that sort of, like, emotional sadness, 
I can still kind of really like feel it, feel it still. Uh, but if I'm not sad, I still like to listen to it. And then I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, this song's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need this song right now, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like you've got me through a lot of hard times, but I, yeah, I like yeah. it. You're always there for me. Um, so here is my first one. I have two. Oh, nice. Churches. Ooh, churches. Or it's, they spell their U with V, just like you spell your W. With two Vs. I'm like, that's such a good line. Yeah, it I'll is. I'll always regret, I told you I'd hate you forever. The song rolls, yeah. Such a great pick. Irish band. I think they're Scottish. Scottish? Are they Scottish? Lauren Mayberry and uh, Churches? Are they Scot- from Scotland? I was just in Scotland, and I don't remember. You didn't run into them? I, well, no. Like, I was just like in Ireland, Scotland? and I didn't run into them either. So they're probably from, like, fucking England. No, but, like, I Scotland? saw them at the 930 Club, so I think they're from D.C. <laughs> I saw them at the Anthem. And I saw them at Atlanta. And she's teeny. She's <laughs> not <teeny>. open yet. <laughs> I got an updated picture that they have exterior walls. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, dirt, dirt floors, though. Progress. And it looks yeah. like a hut. It's a Nipah hut. Looks to, like a <laughs> to anybody not in the DMV, every club we just mentioned is owned by the same <laughs> promotion company. Um, she's tinier than me. Like, we were talking me 62 inches. I, there, I have a picture of me standing next to her, and she's. Brag like, about eight, it. Jeez. You know, right? Scottish. Yeah. Uh, you're saying it like you were the one that shared that. No, I'm actually su- I'm surprised Scottish, by that. I they were Scottish. But I, like, I don't know. I was in Scotland for two weeks, and anything that is Scottish, they like to. Be like, this is ours. Like uh, the kilt. Louis Cavaldi. Cavaldi. Did that? Were they? Yeah, that's a good point. He wasn't everywhere. The bagpipe. I think maybe it has to age in time. They're not old enough yet. Yeah, it has to be like around (laughs) in their culture for a long time. This has been around for a long time. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but they're too contemporary. Now that I think about it, though, their name checks out. Some of the oldest churches I've ever been in, even outside of Italy, they were in Scotland. So, and then I, I do have a second one, um, and I'm not coming with any honorable mentions today. I, I told you I had to limit myself to a hard two. Um, but we've already spoken about her today, if you want to <gasps> make guesses guess? as oh, to gosh. who it could be. Uh, and I already gave you Beyonce? that it's a she. Beyonce. Not Beyonce. Beyonce. You're not going to get Beyonce. Is it Gloria Stefan? We can't do two. Uh, BB Rexa? No, not BB <laughs> Rexa. Uh, Danny Miller. Who else did we talk about? This is another surfboard song. <laughs> She's just going to play les- Lesbian clip. Love. Another <laughs> <clip>. <laughs> <laughs> this song gets me through the bad times. Give us another clue. She has a lot of names. Oh, Lordy. Oh. Lordy, Lord. This is on Melodrama. Oh, okay. Which is a Jack Antonoff album. Jack Antonoff sponsor. In case you guys didn't know, I really like bleachers and Jack Antonoff. I'm not in the Bayhive. I'm not a Swifty. I'm a Jack E. A Jack off? <laughs> I'm a Jack off. Um, but this song's super cut. So good. I can I can see the contralto. Really? I still to me her voice doesn't seem that deep. It's pretty deep. That song goes hits deep. That song also like it has that that fun dancey beat, but uh, lyrically that song will gut you if you are not like in the happy mood for it. If you if you are sad, if you need it to really get you in your feels, it will. 
And there, we keep talking about Netflix, but there is a movie on Netflix called Someone Great that uses that so perfectly in a soundtrack. And if I could like go back and have a different career, I would be a music supervisor. Like I would build the soundtracks to movies, not write their scores or anything like that. I literally just want to say, this song would go well here. Yeah. And that is a great use of Supercut in a movie and... Same thing. You want to watch that movie like on a good day? It's a fine movie. It's like just a good love story kind of rom-com-ish dramedy. I love rom-coms. It's not really a rom-com. It's more dramedy. But the you want to watch it when you're sad and... Damn, what's... I don't know if I know the difference between dramedy and rom-com. Rom-com is pretty lighthearted. Yeah, rom-com's a little bit more campy. Do they get, they always get the happy ending. Yeah, Someone Great doesn't have a happy ending. Gotcha. It has a happy ending if you want to look at it and like, hey, two people just may not work out even though they love each other a lot, but they don't end up together. That's like that 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the Sorry, spoiler alert. I, like, I want to do a couple comments on yours because those, both those songs... They felt like they were in like a major scale, which is usually something that's more right. melodic and um, consonant. But the lyrical content brings you down. So yep. there's like a opposites attract kind of effect. Yeah. And that's what makes it a good song. But I went a different way. And I, I picked very sad sounding minors. songs. Um, well, that's okay. There's no rules. So it's funny you say that because my two get... Uh, cleaning songs I thought would be in majors but they were both B minor yeah well I do want to play this one song because it, do it doesn't have the lyrics um, Cherry by Ratatat I don't know what this song does to me but there's not many EDM songs that sound like this at all no. um, and this is off of the debut and I think it's an homage to one of their original names before they were actually Ratatat but um you know, I don't know what this does. It, it starts off really slow. There's this big crescendo. Then it comes down to this part that you're hearing now. It reminds me of, like, the stages of grief almost. There's a really emotional, like, visceral, physical response to this song that I always have. And I don't know why it makes me feel sad, but it makes me feel really sad. And a, a lot of the other Ratatat songs are really good. You think Nostrand, you think Tropicana, you think Wildcat. And those songs fucking bang and they rule. But... Jerry's like really sad and depressing. No, that was good, but like I liked it and I could see the same thing kind of I was saying about my choices that depending on how you're showing up and listening to that song, like it's gonna make you feel that same kind of sadness but hit you in a different realm. And Supercut by Lord, same thing. It goes through this, like all the music drops out of it and she's just her like vocals and that part when you don't have those really major beats like make you feel happy, it's like, oh fuck, this is a sad song. Uh, that song reminded me of The District Sleeps Tonight by the Postal Service. That was one of my honorable <gasps> mentions. I used to live in DC and I was just, you know, feeling heartbreak and living in the district, which is, sorry if you live there. There's a lot going on, but it is a little bit of a lonely oh, place. Oh, it is a lonely, cold a lonely, place. Yeah, yeah everybody's, everybody cares about their job. Um, yeah, but that's really all I have. Ratatat rules. If you 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 know Ratatat, um, I took a class, a world. It was like an elective class, like a general education class that you take like your first semester freshman year. Mm -hmm. And this guy would teach us about like classical music and like all of these influential musical people. And like the only contemporary artist that this guy listened to was Ratatat. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And that that's actually how out. I figured out who Ratatat was freshman year of college. Uh, but yeah.
That was good. I like that. Cool. You got more for us? Um, I could go again unless you want to go now. No, go again. Okay. My, while you're doing it, my honorable nem, 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 nem. <laughs> my honorable mention was in its entirety an album. Was it the Postal Service? Oh, well, no. Oh. That, that lives on its own yeah. for me mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. in general. Uh, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, all right. The whole album. That's a good one. Yeah, there are uh, some good, good albums. Once I picked Cherry, I immediately went to, I was like, should I pick Depression Cherry from Beach House as like a full album that I listen to? And yes, I will listen to that album when I'm sad. It's a really, it's yeah. a really devastating album, but it's, um, I didn't want to put too many cherries in the, uh, in the mm-hmm. podcast. Although, grapefruit. Really <laughs> underrated, too. They it do is have a really pit. great fruit. Can you pot up, Kaylee? It's Taylor. Oh, yeah, it's Taylor. You had to ask? <laughs> Wait, does she say white claw or white cloth? White cloth. Okay. This is singing Taylor Swift's Right Where You Left Me. She's singing lower than she usually does here, right? Not really. No? Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave leave the ta- leave the Taylor fans right where I left them um, <laughs> on minute one ten. This song I think is a masterpiece. Okay, what's it called? Uh, it's called Right Where You Left Me. It's a bonus track on Evermore, so I don't okay. think it's actually on the the real album. She's really but. pissing me off with those things though. Like I think folklore is a perfect album like it's it's fantastic and then evermore came out and i was really let down by it mm. and then she's got all this like bonus material yeah it could, she just keeps yeah. like kicked back there and it's the better stuff yeah and then that's me shitting on jack because he he, um, it's like right but it's all it's all calculated it's on purpose i have a lot of taylor thoughts and i'm not the one song that she just came out with not just came out with but like one of the first ones off her recent album I like the remix with Jack Antonoff the most. I like it way more than just her. Yeah, and they you it's not just the remix with Jack. He it's always bleachers. Like he oh, okay. he includes his other gotcha, like gotcha. bandmates, but if he's performing with it, he's gonna be bleachers. Gotcha. Okay. I actually really respect that about him. Um Did did Jack Antonoff produce this song? It's a guilty pleasure for me. Aaron Dresner. I can't I, I don't know, as I just can't get into Taylor Swift because I feel like it's it can get a little gimmicky sometimes because it's like really perfectly crafted music and I want to pick out flaws but it's so flawless this song in particular um, and I dog on her lyrics sometimes like um, at my wedding my first dance our first dance yeah. song not my first dance but our first dance song <laughs> was <laughs> not me and Roxy's me and Roxy's first dance song yeah. was, <laughs> I was yeah. I was yeah. just a couple feet away from him when he gave his vows so. Oh yeah, yeah. Roxy was one of my groom's groom's woman. I was a groom's gal. I could have accidentally slipped into Casey's place and could have yeah, done you the deed. With my wife too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but our first dance was Invisible String. Yeah. And like one of the lyrics in there, it's like, uh, "Green was the color of the grass in Centennial Park where I used to read." And it's like, obviously, the fucking grass is green. <laughs> <laughs> Like and every time I would dog on these lyrics, like, dogs. dogs? <laughs> the, the dogs are dogging on the lyrics. Uh, my wife would kind of get pissed because she's such a Swifty in nature, and um, 
really put a strain on our relationship. I had to stop complaining about Taylor Swift altogether, and I had to learn to embrace her. And this is one of those songs where I'm like, this song's fucking good. And I, I really think it's a it's a triumph of, of melody, syncopated rhythm, um, just the rhymes, the word choice. It's it's um, it's like she she selectively chose. Um, I, I don't know. It, I don't know how this happened. It's like she talked to like uh, the angel of songwriting mm. and like took like took it from. Them. She I must don't know. sold her soul for it. Maybe it could. She could must come from be the devil. exhausted all the time though, because every everything is calculated. She's not. She does not put anything out into the universe without it having its purpose, which is really respectable. Uh, Do you think she uses tomb bat? <laughs> chat, chat to write right where you left me uh but yeah like the songs hitting you in whatever mood you're in it's like every day i wake up and how am i gonna feel about taylor this day it's like some days i really like her and respect her and other days i'm just like motherfucker yeah it's like she wrote a perfect song and it pisses me off that yeah. she did but like I don't know. Like when I listen to it, I don't want to enjoy it, but I do. Like like my brain can't actually listen to it and not enjoy it. So I and I then feel I find I find myself uh, when when the Midnight's album came out, we were actually on vacation in Iceland and we had to do a lot of driving. So we're we were like perfect. We're gonna save the amount of time to listen to this. And because I like folklore so much and was let down by Evermore, I was like, I'm really interested to see what this is gonna be. And on first listen, I'm like. I don't like any of it or I was like over analyzing it and and I still don't don't love a lot of it but the more I hear some of the songs the more I respect them or then I find myself being disappointed if I actually like them and I'm enjoying them I can't I can't maybe I need to go to therapy for my relationship with Taylor I maybe can't you figure it just out talk it out you and Taylor talk it out hey Tay let's let's go get uh let's go get a Starbies that's gonna give us <laughs> cancer and uh <laughs> and just just figure this shit out um god i just had a point sorry oh no i I just wanted to i'm gonna uh do a quick plug another cave woman plug but evermore and folklore were pandemic albums and i think along with like maybe the extended version of red was that another album of hers red yeah but that wasn't pandemic that wasn't pandemic that's a lot older okay well there was something else she is having like to re-release hours. all of those, yeah, like the Taylor's got, like, the version. Yeah, exactly, because Scooter Braun is a dick. Yeah, Scooter Braun, like and subscribe to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to our socials. <laughs> now go fuck that guy. Yeah. But yeah, so um, also during the pandemic, I started Cave Woman, and I think, at least this is what I used to say before Midnight's came out, that I had released more music post-pandemic than Taylor Swift. So. If you want to listen to really shitty garage punk that doesn't sound anywhere near as good as Taylor Swift, you can listen to me, at Cave Woman. Also follow me at Soaking With Farts. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll be so pissed if Soaking Wet Farts blows up overnight. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, I should have <laughs> yeah. that handle. Just absolutely no work whatsoever. I just like... The only thing that actually happened was my mom was worried about me. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Um, yeah, I again, I I'm not a I don't identify as a Swifty. I I respect her place in music for sure, and she is a powerhouse. And we're obviously in the middle of this era's tour era, 
um, where everybody and their mother is going to those shows. And yeah, my and, wife's going. Yeah, and I mean, as and as they should, and I'm sure that they are amazing. I've seen her live. I really was partial. Like, I loved Taylor in the like high school days, like truly like the country young girl Taylor. And then there were levels where when she went pop or when she went through these different eras, uh, like I I got lost in it all. And then I came back at certain parts and I came back to stuff that I didn't even know was Jack Antonoff produced until later. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? Because <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Her like biggest song, the, um, play is gonna nah, 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 Yeah, nah. it's a terrible okay. song. Okay, but that song, when she got shake taken- Shake it off. She, yeah, shake it off. She got taken to court um, because she used some of the lyrics from the on 3LW, this girl group, R&B group uh, from the early 2000s. And- when she was in court, she said, or uh, s- somewhere during this trial, she said, I've never heard of 3LW. <laughs> not a big that, influence on that, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and not, that not just, surprised. Just, just when that all happened, like I started to get memories of 3LW. And I remember listening to them on the radio when I was a teenager. And, and one of my um, friends was like, listen to the singer's lisp. And I had never noticed that she says, I'm getting all the time. Bring promises, promises, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, she does sing with the lisp. And then in college, I went to a party and someone played that song, and everyone sang the lyrics with the lisp. Assholes. Okay, let's not be I ableists here. here. At, uh, <laughs> okay, summer, cut, but... cut, cut. <laughs> but I'm gonna play it for you guys. I wonder if Taylor Swift knows who Anita Baker is. Probably not. If she didn't know who 3LW was in the early 2000s. Well, I, I have another confession to make. I don't know who 3LW is either. You you don't you didn't even know by the time she sang it because I wouldn't have known Prometheth, by 3LW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I did. that doesn't ring any bells. So yeah. maybe hey, we'll play it class. after we're done recording. I don't ago. think you would have known it, but maybe your sister would have listened to it because she would have go on the corresponding. <laughs> your sister, are we gonna play that part where I talk about the list? If, uh, if that makes the cut, it's going on. As long as we caveat that we're we're not ableist here. Well, Did she have know. a lip ring or like a tongue ring no. that would like got infected? She was like twelve. It was a, gr- a young, young R and B girl. No. But then she like recently said that she had an orgy with like three out of four of the um, members of Taylor Swift smacking <laughs> band. <laughs> <laughs> just as payback. Yeah. Right, she just so publicly was like, "Yeah, I had an orgy." Yeah. Who does that? Well, you know, she's irrelevant, so she's got a... It brought her back. No, it did not bring her back. He still doesn't know who 3LW is, and we didn't hear that story. Yeah, okay. Also, I was we were I was watching this uh, documentary on Aaron Carter earlier, yeah. and it was That's on so Hulu. sad. Really? He did did like, you get the Peronis ads? Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> In between getting super depressed about Aaron Carter, I, I found out how to treat Peyronie's disease or broken... I called, it per- I called it the beer. <laughs> Peroni. Pay- Peyronie's. Um, no, but... Uh, he like tried to do a lot of things to get him back into it. Like he did Dancing with the Stars. He like yeah. released another album. He started like an OnlyFans, Ooh. and then that doesn't turn out well. Yeah. So if once you're out of the limelight, consider yourself like blessed that you had the time. Yeah. And just just get out. But then you gotta make a living, you know. Well, I don't know. Start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you got spanked, you can start a podcast in your thirties. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Should we get back to this? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sad song. Uh, so, um, when we went, when you texted us and you said sad guilty pleasure songs, I went to cheesy, and I had one right off the top of my head. But now I'm hearing way more sophisticated songs. Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I think 
off off mic, we had a conversation with you about like a guilty pleasure you don't just have to feel guilty about. Like 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 I guilty pleasures to me are enjoyable. Like right, it's pleasure. Yeah, but not I pleasure don't feel principle. Oh, and that ties into gu- one of my songs. I don't feel guilty about them at all. Okay, well yeah, you know at this point in my life, I don't feel guilty about what I listen to because you know, I'm just old enough that I'm like, I'm going to live my life. But, you know, younger me, younger me that thought I could make, make a difference in the world would not <laughs> fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, that's where I am. Fuck the world. Fuck who cares what I'm listening to. I'm just going to play this fucking song. <laughs> but anyways, uh, when I was hearing uh, some pretty good tracks by you 2 I was like, okay, I'm, I can slip this one in. This song is uh, called Heartbreaks and Setbacks by Thundercat. Really good bass player. Oh, you know him. Okay. Yeah, I love Thundercat. Yeah, yeah. Um, His poster was outside the Soundgarden, which is a very popular record shop here in Baltimore. Screwed me over on Record Store Day. Oh, I. This song came out in 2013, and I didn't hear of it. I never heard it until the end of an episode of Insecure on HBO. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Is it Ray? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, I heard it, and I. It was very fitting for the scene, mm-hmm. which is nice because that's what you were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, soundtracking. I was like, what is this song? And I had to look it up. Um, but yeah, Thundercats. Um, you had to look it up or you had not to Shazam Not the 80s it. cartoon Thundercat. <sighs> I don't even know if I Shazammed it. I might have just looked up the lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah, which you do sometimes. You just I look Shazam up. all the time. Oh, I thought you look up things by lyrics, too. I do, but I if I can Shazam it, Yeah, it is much much easier than trying to remember. Did you guys know Shazam is like a Apple Music thing? They bought it? I, I think so, because whenever I get... Siri? S- when I talk about... I'm going to talk about Cave Woman again. You know you can link it to your Spotify, though, and it'll build, oh, you, really? it'll build you a playlist of what you Shazam. Okay. Because I get, I get like, emails monthly, like, this is how many Spotify listeners you had, this is how many plays you got from Spotify, from Apple Music, but Apple Music will also tell me how many Shazams I got. Oh, that's cool. It is pretty cool. So how did you... Oh, okay, so you like Thundercat. That's how you knew he's a bass player, right? He's a very good bass player. Yeah, and I think Thundercat really... Uh, there's a lot of good bass players out of history, but he really um, makes it the forefront of yes. the song. Yes, yes, You absolutely. don't realize how much bass really carries the right. music if you're like in the pocket, if, if there's a good groove to a song. like The bass is a really, really important right. uh, instrument. Yeah, so he... I, I would say slap at the bass, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say he leads with the bass, and uh, there is a uh, NPR live uh, video, not a tiny desk. It's a it's a live video um, of him playing the song, and he's doing he's playing on a six string bass play. Uh, yeah, it's huge guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently watched a bigger six- than Lady Gaga. <laughs> I recently she's watched- also only sixty two inches. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys are the same height. I recently watched a uh, 60-minute segment with Red Hot Chili Peppers. 62-inch segment? (laughs) 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 And um, uh, so their lead guitarist was saying that he follows, he lets uh, Flea lead and he follows him on the bass. And Flea was like, no, I follow you on the guitar. And the the interviewer was like, "Uh, how does that work? And I don't know, man, it just works. (laughs) With the fucking Red Hot Chili (laughs) Peppers. Wow. So it's just they're they're just like um it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, I mean they're very much like jazz inspired. Um, mm. Miles Davis was like uh, 
a huge inspiration in um, Flea's life before Red Hot, Sh- Red Hot Chili Peppers and still to this day. Anthony so, like, Kiedis, also 62. <laughs> Is he really? He might be 62 years old. Yeah, yeah no, they're all in there. I think everybody except for one member of the band is in their 60s. He's oh, a wow. short king, but I don't think he's that short. You know, F- Flea was just in a uh, new Star Wars show. He's like acting now. He was like a, a antagonist in the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Oh, cool. he's, he's acted in like, a few things. Is that fucking Flea trying to kidnap <laughs> Princess Leia right now? It's crazy. Uh, he's acted in a few things, and he uh, didn't he do a cartoon voice on one of the Rugrats movies, or the Rugrats movie? Because <laughs> I remember as a kid. Well, I was probably in like middle school when that movie came out, and he does the, <laughs> the character that that's all the character says, <laughs> and they were like, "Flee." <laughs> This Google says Flea is shorter than Anthony Kiedis. I believe it. He's a tiny guy. Oh my god! I, I just mean, we've all a, seen his ding dong. Giant sip of, of Peyronie's disease beer. Did it come out of your nose? And that was such a spot on impression. I don't even know where I heard that sound before, but it was definitely Rugrats movie. But I'd never heard that sound was since I watched oh, Rugrats movie. It? Oh my gosh! Wait, I <laughs> I gotta find this video of. There's a video of um, Iggy Azalea rapping. Um, so you, you may have some strong opinions about her rapping. You you may not. But there's this video, and she's like, <laughs> and they show that kid, I think, from Rugrats going, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to find that, and we'll post it. That's awesome. Uh, the Iggy song about the Lobatons, though. That's a good song. Mm. Um, she, you know, one of her early, early songs was Steve Aoki. It was really cool. Cool music video and a cool song. Um, I'll post that one too because I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Thundercat just released a song. Let's, let's talk about Thundercat since yeah. that's the song. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just got reminded of, that that was like a cartoon in the 90s and 80s. Uh, like Thundercats Unite. It was like oh, basically yeah, like. Uh, I thought you were going to say Rugrats. I'm like, yeah, that. <laughs> no, no, Thundercats. Um, I don't know. It was, it's like sword wielding cat human people that were jacked and wore like professional wrestling. Like uh, Luchadore spandex. So I didn't know what that was until recently. I went, it was a Halloween party and people were dressed as Thundercats. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I just didn't say anything because I didn't. They, were, they looked like a hair metal band. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was a cartoon. Speaking of Luchador masks, we just went to amateur wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's okay. I did, look, I did look at those videos that Jim mentioned when he was like, Kelly, what did you go to yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> yep. We we were at a Pyrex like vintage festival and we saw the sign for they call it pro wrestling, but uh we literally came home and drove back to go to the event. <laughs> nice. Would, did you were you in the splash zone? Did you get like the wrestlers sweat on you? They had to walk directly by like one of the opponents had to walk directly by us down our aisle because it was in like an old movie theater. Like a oh, like so a really, sad. really old theater, the state theater in uh Happened to Grace, but it it was interesting. No. One quick fact about Thundercat is that um, he just released a song with Tame Impala, and this the album art for this song is just an Impala and a cheetah next to each other. <laughs> I was like, this is the laziest album art I've ever seen. I don't know what they're about to do. Maybe there's like a collaborative record coming out, which would be really cool, but I, I just thought that was really lazy. But... Shout out to Thundercat. Yeah. You, you fucking rule. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I pulled up this video just so I can get your guys' reaction to it. We'll post it if, if I get a good reaction. We'll post it either way. Okay. But uh, here we go. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> that isn't the Rugrats movie. That's 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 the Wild Thornberry. That's not the same thing. <laughs> Jim, I didn't have cable. My mom grew up on a dirt floor. You think we had cable growing up? <laughs> well, I, I firmly believe that Nigel Thornberry is one of the most iconic cartoon characters of all time. Wait, that so red mustache <laughs> that just like that's, that's <laughs> yeah, a different not, cartoon. Yeah, but it's love, not Rugrats. But I love that Jim was also like, and no, I've heard that sound somewhere. <laughs> it was the Wild Thornberries. Yeah, I love that show. Oopsies. Wait, so did those universes ever Speaking cross? Speaking of I mean, Nickelodeon, one of the wrestlers came out as Purple Parrot. I don't even wow. know what the fuck that is because I didn't have Nickelodeon. I had cable growing up. <laughs> uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I, nope, never. And then I went on a Twitter deep dive, and that guy had just been on Wheel of Fortune, and he, I think he's a teacher and an actor. I don't fucking know these people. Damn. Oh my god, my band teacher in middle school was on Price is Right and won the fucking showcase. Yeah, this guy got a perfect wheel. Perfect. Like that. I guess that means you solve every puzzle. I don't know. It's insane. These shows weren't on cable. <laughs> okay, I know. I know. Price is Right. Price is Right was on CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I told you my mom loved entertainment tonight. That's why I have so much like um, entertainment knowledge from the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I made a drinking uh... game out of that. If you if you watch entertainment tonight, <laughs> here's, a, here's a great drinking game that I made up when I was in college. If if um, you come up with a, a short list of a couple of celebrities that you might be, you think might be mentioned throughout the night, write them down. And every time their names are mentioned, you take a shot of beer. You're going to want to do beer or something not because liquor. liquor will kill you. Yeah, it will liquor. kill you. And then, and then every time, every, every time, but you got to take a shot. <laughs> and when they do the birthdays, they do that like five Constantly. times. It runs yeah. just as a loop. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pick um, the kid from the wild thornberries uh, as to be mentioned in entertainment tonight. And I'll just, Never have sober. to drink. I'll win. I'll do, win the game. Do the Entertainment Tonight jingle in the Wild Thornberry's voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's going on the button board. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can hit this little pink one whenever. That sounds I want going on the next Cableman record. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this is way better than Taylor Swift. What are you talking about? <laughs> Grass is green, my ass. <laughs> I think I'm just going to make a video of like a clip from Entertainment Tonight when they're doing the birthdays. Have you done your songs yet? I did one. <laughs> Where am I mean, I? You can see how this is going because I'm going for another beer. <laughs> this is too good. Um, I, I, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> That was I was not expecting that to happen at all. Just put it over the okay, put I'm it sorry, over I'm the sorry. linoleum floor. <laughs> what, the what the fuck is this called? That's vinyl. Laminate. <laughs> I did not shake that that can at all. I think, I think they're doing it because they're getting warm. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you want to pay Roni's disease? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Should I go into my next song? <laughs> yes. Wait, I I did have one thing oh, yeah. that I want to talk about. Cornberries. Um, Taylor Swift's uh, "Right Where You Left Me." <laughs> I'm going <laughs> way back. Twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would be remiss if I didn't say this because I left this out. Um, but there is mention of the song, and I wouldn't know this if my wife wasn't such a Swifty. But it, it, in people in the fandom, there's mention of her being like 23, and she was dating uh, 
Connor Kennedy, the son of, or the grandson of RFK. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and then Taylor also wrote a song called The Last Great American Dynasty, which is all about the Kennedy family. So I was like, is this is this about Connor Kennedy? That, or is song, it about- that song's kind of about her. It's about the property that she bought in... She's the female Pete Davidson, by the way. She is. She's dated a lot of people. But she does a... She's a long-termer, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. The relationship she just got out of was very long, yes. Um, Dang. Lana's going to be okay. Taylor's going to be okay. They're all going to be okay. My mom yelled at me when Casey Musgraves announced she was getting divorced. It was like, yes, I can't wait for that album. And she was like, that's not a nice hey, thing to say. It was a good album. Was Is a good that album. recent? Her last album was her divorce album. And she oh, wow. brags about it. You know? Yeah. But didn't was it you that told me that Taylor was going to come out of the closet any day? Oh, yeah. That's all, that's like still the, a thing? The Swifty fandom believes that, yes. I heard it was because she doesn't give blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's That's not, Taylor. I, I may not be a Swifty, but I will not perpetuate the rumors that they say about your dating life. It's okay. No, Taylor, right where you left me. I mean, if I were her, I um. wouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm me song, and I don't. <laughs> that song. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you just look so ridiculous with that beer on your pants right now. <laughs> okay, the beer explosion. I don't give blowjobs. <laughs> I'm married to a woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that song, Great American Dynasty, um, I think is about the property that she owns on the, is it um, Maine or Mass? It's not Massachusetts. It's like Maine or New Hampshire. And I thought that she bought it from some sort of crazy it's family. New Hampshire. Yeah. It's New Hampshire. Uh, you know the one where the stalker always kept climbing the wall. I don't even think she stays at that house anymore. Oh my God, this I was was this also Mike Hunt? <laughs> trying to kidnap Taylor. All right, wrap wrap this shit up. Okay, with a bow. all right, all right, anyway. Um, so this was my this was my go to guilty pleasure sad song. When you said guilty and sad, um, this is where I went. And you just, Jim, you just said you kind of skipped the '80s. So I'm just gonna play it. Who is a sting? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this song. I feel like I should know the voice, but I don't. It's not Sting. I know that, and I don't know that song. It's not Sting. I don't know if Sting would be offended, because I think a lot of people like to poo-poo on Rod Stewart. But, uh, yeah, I I think a lot of people like to make fun of him. We didn't know the song. Yeah, okay. Well, it's just Third of our listeners are just going to be like, man, Roxy's friends kind of suck. They don't know any of them. They don't know Anita Baker. They don't know Anita Baker. They don't know Rod Stewart. Man, they're really emo. (laughs) Um, But that song uh, was originally done by the Persuaders in the 70s, covered by, and it was a top 40 hit in the U.S. then, covered by Robert Palmer in 1982. It was not a top hit in the U.S. And then um, uh, covered again by Rod Stewart, and it did become a top. 40 US hit. I also wouldn't have known it was a cover. I didn't know that either. Um, what's the song called? It's called Some Guys Have All the Luck. Oh. It's just, it's a good sign to play when I'm. Is it just about somebody else getting the girl? Kind of. Kind of like, like good, lo- good guys finish last. 
it's just like you know sometimes oh here nice guys finish I, last I, nice guys finish last yeah I picked it because sometimes it's just like now I'm thinking about green when day things don't like work for you and it's just like nothing's working out for you and it's like God but sometimes it just works out for your other people it's just like some guys have all the luck who's listening to Rod Stewart who is like who was the demographic I don't know white women I don't know we can look this up huh. Gen Gen X Gen X chicks but he's a he's a knight or he's a sir. Oh, so, Sir Rod Stewart. He's a knight. Yeah. You, just, you get knighted and you become a sir. Would it would it then I know. Do you? they like do they like give you like armor and stuff? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rod Stewart wears his email. Um, <laughs> you have to swear fealty to the queen. I think so. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. What were they doing cool... to God save the queen? Yeah, it's a cool Come on. Now it's gonna be the king. Ugh. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> We don't live there. Why do we have opinions? Hold on. So, like, Paul McCartney has a duty to protect Queen Elizabeth, and he fucking failed. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she died. <laughs> Our love for and you let it die. All right. Well, uh, no one knew that song, but I do know that you guys will know this song because this song was a huge hit in our lifetime. Let's see. Um, we I said Pleasure Principle. That's a clue. It's a Gary Newman album that is highly enjoyed by myself <laughs> i have a pleasure principle tattoo what let's see it it's this pyramid right here it's the pyramid from the album cover oh yeah maybe this is a good one to end for our choices for the night um i would say that i only picked it as a guilty pleasure song because it is a dance song it is upbeat but the lyrics are about a uh a friend of janet's that uh died oh you just told us the artist Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so the reason why I said uh, pleasure. There's only so many Janets yeah. out there. Uh, she has a song called The Pleasure Principle, very popular song of hers from the 80s, I believe. Okay. Um, but I was talking about this song last night to my wife, and I said something about death. And she's like, it's about death? And I was like, well, she's singing about a friend that died. And I was like, you, if you didn't pay attention to the lyrics, you would have no idea. Um, well, think about if you were in the club, you wouldn't. Yeah. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the lyrics are, it sounds like she's talking about a very, or singing about a very flamboyant friend. And I looked up, you know, what was the origins of this song. And it, she did co-write it um, about a friend of hers that died of AIDS. And uh, it was also the first track on the very first Now CD that my sister and I owned. Um like the, 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 like the now that's what I call now. music no yeah. numbers oh. yeah not even that's what I call now just now so here we go I definitely would have never known that this was a sad song <laughs> I, I get very emotional when I hear even like last night and today when I was replaying it just whew. all right and now I'm gonna take you guys to uh, the bridge that little like yeah, blue, blue. that yeah. little flute in there, like Is that the <laughs> Thornberry's kid <laughs> solo. <laughs> Thornberry's kid. Hold on, that that um before you play the bridge. Every time you go, yes, yeah, okay. That is a lawsuit that should have happened, right? By the way, every every theme song on TGIF was like written by the same guy. That's why they all sound the same. Did he also do the TGI Fridays theme? No, 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 no. I'm trying. Wait, to... is TGIF? What is TGIF? Oh my God, Jim doesn't is know. That a, is that a channel? It was, it was ABC's. It was ABC's Friday no, Night Lineup. I, I feel like I know that. I know okay. that. Boy Meets World. 
uh, family yeah, matter. Can that. I do yeah. that? Come on, guys. Don't be ageist along with <laughs> ableists. <laughs> Some of these things I just expect you to know because you have an older sister. Like, people always said, like, I knew stuff before my time. And I was like, that's probably because I had, like, a precocious older sister. She was only two and a half years older than me, but I say my sister. So is my sister. My sister's only two and a half. No, my sister was precocious, though. You're using that word like you don't know if I know what that means. And I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, uh, kind of like wise beyond your years or like mm. like a precocious child kind of like acts. No, but a precocious like. child, like precocious is about their demeanor. Like like that they're very know-it-all-y. Yeah. That they're um, not afraid to speak what they know. Even though they're young. Oh, kind of like Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm going to just play this tiny part of the bridge because I do get very emotional when this part is played. In heaven, we will be together. Um, you don't believe that exist. shit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it's more like the symbolic. Yeah, no, thing. I like it. No, it's and a really said, good. And she said, I like that line when she says, um, will you, you'll wrap your wings around me. And I'm like, oh. Damn, I just so Christian. I think, I just think, I, I can't help but think like friends that just died too young. And it's like, you know, I get, I get why you think these things and believe these things because you need to cope mm-hmm. with it. And so I'm like, you know, if I think we all have a different way of coping, but like that song is very cathartic me and it helps me you revel in it exactly that was part of the prompt good job janet one of my honorable mentions was uh waterfalls by tlc which is also a AIDS song i see i didn't know that and i I didn't know it either and it's not very clear to find that in the lyrics i don't think you're going to find aids in the lyrics yeah it was only after i did the research uh, of it that I found out it was like an AIDS song. All right, so I uh, asked a couple friends what their sad guilty pleasure songs were. Um, I got If the World Was Ending, J.P. Sachs, and Julia Michaels. Great one. That's a great um, one. Here we go, Kelly. Driver's License, yep. Olivia Rodrigo. Again, it is AAPI month, um, so remember that. There's buried somewhere in this iPhone in my hand a very drunk video of oh, Roxy you and I singing uh, <laughs> Driver's License in a bar. <laughs> Um, okay, someone said TLC Waterfalls. Nice. Um, I got Mariah Carey, I Don't Want to Cry, which is uh, from her 1990, 1990 album. Oh, same year you were born, Jen. The, um, Mariah I, I Carey. I probably cried in 1990 a lot. <laughs> Mariah Carey, I get. I could have done like Hero by Mariah oh, Carey. Yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah, that was I, a very I have like formative memories of like going and buying that CD used. I was young and then like, singing that after I put it in my like boombox. Uh speaking of AAPI month and Hero, Hero the movie with Jet Li, mm-hmm. that was one one movie that I cried in. Oh. Um, you cry in a lot of movies. What do you mean? That's you the only <laughs> our listeners only know this one movie they that I only cried you in. You told me and Kaylee you cried to Jack Frost. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Jack Frost. Oh, okay, this brings up two guilty pleasure songs for me cuz Jack Frost, uh, a kid's dad dies, and he becomes a fucking snowman. And then the kid <laughs> has this relationship with this magical snowman ghost dad father figure. Um, but anyways, the the song Landslide plays like after his death, and it's really sad. Um, I cried during that. And then also the movie Click, uh, Adam Sandler's 
enormous box office success uh, <laughs> flick uh, starring Kate Beckinsale and Christopher Walken. Cry! Are you going to cry? Wait. I, I can't do the Christopher Walken. I think she's part Asian too, Kate Beckinsale. What? So happy AAPI. I thought she was British. Her father was partly of Burmese descent. Okay. That's Myanmar. Now we call Burma Myanmar. That sounds like two separate things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, her dad's dead. R.I.P. Oh, damn. Um, he's, he's probably a snowman now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the, the other song from Click is uh, Linger by the Cranberries. Oh. And that is such a good song. Yeah, It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Dolores O'Riordan. She's maybe a snow woman now. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Dolores, also a beautiful name, starts with a D, is probably retired now, like just like Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> Great, beautiful names. Um, okay, here are some other uh, uh, songs from Friends. Uh, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad by Meatloaf. Um, oh, It's not the Meatloaf's, Meatloaf song yeah, I would you, go with. Um, I, I would do anything. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hey, uh, yeah, that is. That you should is. have a Meatloaf party next. Oh. <laughs> You'll be invited to that Put one. Meatloaf on pizza. That, that <laughs> shit won't fucking roll off. <laughs> Sounds delicious, though. Um, the Band Perry, If I Die Young. Uh, Band Perry is on my playlist. Not that song, but they are on my Big Master playlist. And They're good. Apparently, I only listen to the sad country songs that yeah. I can sing along to. All right, and this was the big obvious one that none of us picked, but I had two friends independently who have never met one another who live... Uh, Across the country from one another. Okay, wait. We are three people, and there are many, many, yeah. many sad songs in the world. I just thought this one was an obvious one. Well, I thought Rod Stewart all <laughs> not guys not all obvious was not obvious. Um, I was like, when we were picking these songs, I looked at Jim and I was like, I hope no one picked mine. <laughs> you guys had no idea what the song. Nobody was. came close to picking either of yours. <laughs> I hope we don't get any repeats. <laughs> Um, all right, all by myself. Um, one person picked the original version, which was Eric Carmen, and another friend said it had to be the Celine Dion cover. Eric, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> There's a guy named Eric Carmen, San Diego. <laughs> doesn't he do? Doesn't okay, Eric wait. Carmen actually sing a like a pretty sad stick song? And it's like. Iconic. Should we look that up too? Should we post that? Do, Roxy, you do know South Park, right? Hey, hey, yes, he I, sings, I, he I, sings "Sailing Away." Come sailing away by Sticks. I didn't have cable, but I, I do don't know. Want South her to Park. pull up another YouTube video and have it not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll pull up a YouTube video and it's like uh, fucking Scooby Doo. But again, I didn't know that Celine Dion song was a cover either. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, hold, hold on, Celine Dion. Was it song? She covered. She covered all by all myself. by myself as a oh. cover. Yeah, the first two lines of that song are like, I don't know. The lyrics are, I, yeah. a future prompt. Yeah, is I gonna, get the guilty. That's definitely a guilty pleasure. A uh, future prompt is gonna have to be best covers, and we're gonna have to define whether that, like, if we're defining. Everybody has a different definition of like what makes a good cover. Do you want a good cover to just be like a good rendition of? like the original song or do you want it to be a different version that like you want the that version to stand on its own I like that prompt a lot well we can't do it next time why not oh because we have a submission from a listener an email came through while we were doing this podcast oh fuck yeah 
uh, which I love because it's like release day, first yeah. day of our pod. Well, listener engagement say is, the first is, is a name. goal of ours. Maybe we shouldn't say the last name of this listener. Can we say the first name? Sure, yeah. His name's Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike, Mike. Mike um, <laughs> not, not that Mike. Uh, it says, hey, really enjoyed episode one of the pod. Thank you for listening. Uh, which, funnily enough, I was listening to while I cleaned the house. The playlists are a nice bonus, too. Uh, we are SongRx Pod on Spotify as well. And you can find them on our website, songrxpodcast.com. It rains a lot in the mid-Atlantic this time of year, and I always seem to be out walking my dogs when it does. Wondering if you have any go-to tracks for a rainy walk, drive, whatever, in the city. Looking got forward you. to I, I got eyes on the episodes. last name. It's not Hunt. His, his last name is not Hunt, but this this tracks for this dude, and he is my, he is a friend of mine. Nice. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, Mike. He's like a great rule. guy. Yeah. So yeah, rainy walk, drive, whatever in the city tracks. Right. I guess I won't I won't say his name, but I will I will plug his band Hotel Neon. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. I'm not sure if I'm his last name's on his Spotify page, but yeah. So yeah, the corresponding playlist that he mentioned, uh, when we edit this all down and get ready for release, I put them all into a Spotify playlist that then ends up on our episode guides, which are at our website, songrxpodcast.com. Everywhere else on socials, we are songrxpod. You can also email us, like Mike did, at uh, songrxpod at gmail.com. But yeah, that's... That's uh, that's where you can find us. Thank you. And everywhere podcasts are available. Rate us, review us, tell your friends about us. Seriously, we joked about it earlier, but that is how uh, we get traction, how we get pushed to others. If you know of anybody that would be great as a guest or would have a podcast of their own that we can collaborate with, we are happy to. So shoot us a message or an email. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, if you want to be a guest, it's a it's a $4,500,000 deposit. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to book your own travel and hotel and you have to come with a, with a sponsorship already locked and loaded no no come on for free yeah. <laughs> if you're not an idiot actually you have to be an idiot that's the requirement yeah. and the and only other dumb. requirement is you can't do taylor swift because jim's wife has the monopoly hold on that but rate us, review us, send us any of your feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ailments. Do you have an idea like Mike did? We will take them. And uh, yeah, I'm Kaylee. I'm Roxy. I'm Jim. It's Good. been fun, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you later.